something to believe Maybe it's God for you Maybe you think that everything's a lie Lord, I hope that isn't true Some folks live personal wealth That'll do you forever a coin Some folks just believe in themselves And they carry it in their growth we all need something to believe. Hello everyone, I'm Jeff Benda, and you're listening to the Fargo Catholic Podcast. Imagine. Perhaps you've had this experience of what it's like to just hold your hand out and to wait. To wait and see if someone will take it. My wife, Melissa, and I just celebrated the 10-year anniversary of our first date, a blind date. And I was thinking back on that first time I reached out, held out my hand, and waited to see if she would take it. Then I thought about what it would be like for someone to have the experience of having your eyes closed and holding your hand out and just waiting. Ever since Ash Wednesday, I have kept coming back to this prayer that God is inviting me and you to sit before him, perhaps in the darkness, but with our hand out, waiting for him to take it. You know, every Monday afternoon, I take an hour and spend time with Jesus in adoration. I've promised my students and their parents that I will pray for them and their intentions every week. My 6th through 12th graders actually write down their petitions, their prayer requests, and put them in a shoebox for me every week so that I'll pray for them. And some weeks I may not feel up to it. I may not want to do it because there are so many other things that I could be doing with my time. But out of everything else that fills my schedule, that holy hour with Jesus comes second only to the Mass when I get to receive Jesus in Holy Communion. But there are so many other things. Reading and preparing lessons for my own 6th through 12th graders, as well as preparing lessons for my other catechists. Preparing talks I get asked to do at other parishes. Spending time with my wife and my daughter. And then there is the emails. So many emails. I know it's a great technology that allows fast and easy communication, but I'm really not a fan of Tim Berners-Lee. That's the guy who invented the World Wide Web in 1990. So to go and sit in the chapel for an entire hour, to close my eyes and at times hold my hand out, makes me very aware that I am not in control. I'm not the one doing. I'm not the one creating. I'm not making things happen for me. I'm sitting there with no idea what God is doing in me. Eyes closed, hand out, and waiting. We find ourselves in this season of Lent, in which you and I are called to stop grabbing so much at those things which we hope will bring us happiness and contentment and fulfillment. Just stop running to all of the bright lights and attractions and delights and entertainments of this world. And to do that thing that is so challenging, to sit back, close our eyes, extend our hand, and wait. The Gospel reading from this coming Sunday, this third Sunday in Lent, is the parable of the barren fig tree. It's from Luke chapter 13. There once was a person who had a fig tree planted in his orchard, 
And when he came in search of fruit on it, but found none, he said to the gardener, For three years now I have come in search of fruit on this fig tree, but have found none. So cut it down. Why would it exhaust the soil? He said to him in reply, Sir, leave it for this year also, and I shall cultivate the ground around it and fertilize it. It may bear fruit in the future. If not, you can cut it down. This gospel reading teaches us that sometimes, in the waiting, we need to actively be cultivating the ground around us and fertilizing it so it may bear fruit in the future. So maybe this Lent we join a Bible study at church, or we actually read the book that your pastor bought for each family in the parish and gave you for free. All of them do it now, every Lent. It's usually a Matthew Kelly book or an Edward Shree book or something like that to help you grow in your spiritual life. Maybe you actually do spend this entire Lent fasting, praying, and almsgiving rather than doing something half-assed for two weeks than quitting altogether for the second half of Lent. You know, lots of people from around here in Fargo, North Dakota have taken vacations to someplace warm recently. Posting pictures on Facebook or Twitter of them sitting by a pool or at the beach. I'm guilty myself of this during the last two weeks. And at that moment, we sat there and enjoyed the peaceful moment, relishing in the beauty of God's creation. And then that evening, we were awestruck as we witnessed the amazing sunset that disappeared into the ocean. And when it did, and everything turned to darkness, we knew and had the faith that the sun would be back again tomorrow to make a new day and shine its bright light on everything. Up here in North Dakota during our harsh winters, we can spend a lot of time daydreaming. Dreaming about getting to spend just one week, maybe just one day at the beach, enjoying all of God's creation. But how often do we dream about spending time with God himself? Dreaming about what heaven will be like, and then taking a trip not down to Florida, but to our local Catholic church, and spending one hour in the actual presence of Jesus Christ himself. Maybe this Sunday, or during the week over your lunch break, you take a few minutes not to check out the latest Facebook post showing yet another person on a beach somewhere, but you take a few minutes to check out your parish's website and read the church bulletin and see when your parish offers adoration. And if your church doesn't, maybe the Catholic church down the street does. The Cathedral of St. Mary here in Fargo has perpetual adoration 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Because if you can't fit Jesus in for one hour in your busy schedule during these entire 40 days of Lent, then you need to ask yourself the question, do you believe that Jesus is enough for you? Can you just close your eyes and stop for a minute? Stop grabbing for all the things you're after to try and make you happy? Can you close your eyes and extend your hand and wait? During this third Sunday in Lent, we are all invited to wait for the Lord, to wait to see his glory, to trust that he will take us by the hand, to know that even in the process of waiting, we are being molded into something better. During this process, he is changing our hearts. This is not a waste of time. He is making us something new. 
I invite all of you listening to this podcast as you continue your Lenten journey that you stop trying to grab all these things. Close your eyes. Sit before the Lord. Extend your hand and wait for Him to take it.